good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. So on this episode, we are going to talk about something that we have actually talked about being a topic um, for quite some time. We just needed to do a little research because we weren't exactly sure where our information was going to come from because it's coming from all over. Um, Today, we're going to talk about references to Duran Duran in pop culture, including television, movies, and books. Um, And I specifically brought this up this week for us to talk about because somebody recently posted on one of the Facebook groups that I'm in um, an image from a show that she had been watching on Netflix. And there was a poster of the guys on the wall in the background in the image that this person posted. And I thought, oh, man, that's exactly what we need about something. So um, we have um, lists that we've created of things that we have seen, read, heard, books, uh, whatever, you know, movies, TV, whatever, uh, where our favorite bands or Andrin have been referenced or I wrote down things where they were part of the soundtrack um, or other things that might have come up in regards to the band. I'm going to let somebody else go first since I introduced it um, and just kind of go from there. So who wants to start? I'll start with Suzanne. So I made, I made a quick list, so y'all jump in, and then we'll see what I go. So the first thing that popped in my mind was the Rio song in the Sing Street movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that's like Got a that. major part of that movie, because that's why they want to actually start the band. And if I recall, it's the older brother that was watching it, and then the younger one was like, I want to be in a band like Duran Duran. So that's definitely a big one. Um, another one that popped in my mind is Ready Player One, both the book and the movie. The I did book that too. actually has more references to Duran Duran mm-hmm. and 80s stuff than the movie does. Yep. In the book, I believe in one of the scenes when they're in the club, it says they're playing like Union of the Snake. Like it talks about specific songs in the book. And if I recall from the movie, it's just one point that he like morphs and he looks kind of like, um, I think is there something I should know video? Like they show his avatar look kind of like yeah. Nick yeah. a little bit yeah. between yeah. Nick and Simon. Yeah. They, they kind of morph him into that. But that's pretty yeah. much the only one that I remember from the movie. Do y'all remember anything else from the No, that was the only scene from the movie, actually. But you're right. The book has multiple references yeah. to Duran Duran. And um, I, I, if you haven't read that book, I it's love fantastic. That book. It's actually something I reference a lot and not even in this particular situation. I, it, it's more about the future and how we, at least right now, are in this situation where school is going online and all these things are forced to go online. In this story, our main character goes to school, high school, virtually, like with a VR headset and everything. And it's really, really interesting to kind of put today's goings-on with what this author wrote in this story that's kind of a fun, kitschy, um, retro-feeling kind of story. So I really, I, I, I'm glad you said that one, Suzanne, because it's on my list too. Um, and the guy, because, the author, what's his name? 
Oh, shoot. You would ask me that. Oh, right Ernest Klein. And yes, he's he actually, he's an Austinite. He's from Austin. So but he's a local guy. And I really loved the book. I liked the movie okay, but I felt like the movie was definitely geared more for younger kids because it was yes. a very heavy video game-ish and not as much nostalgia. I felt like the book had a lot more nostalgia. And yes. side note, I got the, I listened to it on an audiobook, and it was Will Wheaton from Star Trek yes. Next Generation yes. that read it, which was like. I did too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my next one, the next one that popped in my head is the intro to the TV show Mixed-ish. This is probably random, but when the cute little little girl is like doing her little dance thing, not Rainbow, who's the older sister, the younger sister, um, there's a poster of them in the background. So they show up in the intro to Mixed-ish. They also show up in t-shirts and in some um, posters in the Goldbergs, which I love. So, yeah. of course, they have to show up in the Goldbergs. The mom wears the T-shirt and the sister wears the T-shirt some. Yeah. Um, Seven and Dragon Tiger era. Yes, yeah, Seven and Dragon Tiger era. Stranger Things, Girls on Film is a major song in season two. And I, I do want to give a shout out to the soundtrack from season two because by far it is my favorite. It mm-hmm. has Girls on Film. It has Twist of Fate by Olivia Newton-John. I mean, <laughs> I mean it is just the best and it's a major oh, you John and John Travolta and John Travolta yeah yeah now, I, <laughs> I will say though in season three the whole plot goes around the never ending story by Lamal I mean, so I mean just you know I could talk a lot about Stranger Things and I really hope in the last and final season that we'll get a little more Duran Duran there Another obscure one that I remembered was, do you remember Coffee Talk on Saturday Night Live yeah. with Mike Myers? Yeah. And when, uh-huh. like, she always had her little things, and she the, the episode with Madonna and Roseanne Barr and Barbara <laughs> Streisand, the lady's like, Duran, Duran, neither a Duran. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. I always yeah. say that. People look at me. I'm like, okay, you don't get my Mike Myers reference. You don't get my Duran, Duran reference. Just, that, I, I have many times just busted out. Duran, Duran, neither a Duran. And they're like, okay. So. Um, and then the other one was, Bare Naked Ladies songs. There's at least one song. It was grade nine where they talk about being a fan of Duran Duran, but I could, I think there was one or two other songs that they throw out Duran Duran in their lyrics. I couldn't figure all the rest of them out. So that was my quick list. Awesome. We also yeah. mentioned like Fountains of Wayne and Stacy's mom, but I still can't remember what the lyric is. I swear they say something about Duran Duran. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I think they do too. Yeah. So the the ones that I put together were um, old school, the movie Old School. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Dick. Um, yeah. When he he's doing the whole session and starts playing Hungry Like the Wolf and he's going, Who's hungry? Who's hungry? Who's hungry? <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then another Hungry Like the Wolf reference was in Glee, mm-hmm. one of the episodes of Glee where they did that, and uh, Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Where Hulk, he was wearing the the Rio T-shirt. Um, Buffalo wearing it. Definitely. Um, American Wedding, which is the part of the American Pie franchise. They're like doing it <laughs> off to '80s songs, and the Reflex comes on, which is kind of funny. Uh, the movie Layer Cake, which mm-hmm. I actually kind of forgot about, but they do. Or- the Ordinary World is playing in the background yeah. in one of the scenes. Yeah. And then. Um, Dahmer, which was, there There were a couple of movies that came out of, um, about Jeffrey Dahmer, and there was Dahmer, and then there was another one called My Friend Jeffrey Dahmer, but I believe it was the one that's called Dahmer, 
and there's a scene in a club, and all she wants is is playing in the background. Oh, wow. And you don't like you, you you hear it, but it's you know it's not like any sort of like it's the center of it or anything. But I remember when I saw the movie in the theater, I was like, oh, that's all she wants is. <laughs> and then um, there was a show, uh, a Disney show called Live and Maddie, which my daughter used to watch pretty religiously. Um, Dove Cameron is in it, and they play twins, I believe. And uh, for those that are listening to this that have that have kids and will probably um, they may know who Dove Cameron is but there's a scene where the mothers are their sisters I believe and they're talking about uh, a show and I'm actually going to play it let's see like um excuse me but anyway it's it pretty funny uh that i remember she was watching it and and it just kind of came up I, I saw the scene live and i was like wait rewind it i want to record that but i thought that was funny so awesome. i think that was um those are the ones that i had go Steph. Yeah. so right off the top of my head because i didn't get a, a lot of of time to do research this week but the first thing uh, that i thought of this week because i actually heard it um, was um, The Killers, um, a song called On Top. And as we know, The Killers are heavily influenced by Duran Duran and has cited them as one of their favorite bands of all time. But at the very beginning of On Top, um, the very first line is, remember Rio and get down. So oh, if, you've, if, you've never heard, um, if you've never heard The Killers On Top, go listen to it. It's, it's a fantastic song, but that is the opening line right out of the gate. Um, also, the Arctic Monkeys have a song um, that features, um, makes a Duran Duran reference, and it's like this, you know, her name isn't Rio, um, I, I want to say, or it's like, this is, I'm not Simon, or something like that. I'd have to look up the lyrics again. I'm just butchering this right now. But right off the top of my head, I know that they make a, a, a uh, I think it's, the song is called I Think You Look Good on the Dance Floor, if I'm not mistaken, and so reference the Arctic Monkeys. Um, obviously, we cannot forget, even though it wasn't technically grand, we cannot forget about the power station in Miami Vice. Um, yeah. That was one of the, the things that I thought of, um, the famous, the infamous Miami Vice. <laughs> What's that? Commando. The yeah. Very yeah. <laughs> um, yes, the acting, and, the uh, acting abilities uh, of their Miami Vice. <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, also, um, not too long ago, a mutual friend of ours um, posted about um, watching uh, old school episodes of Facts of Life, and <laughs> and Genexers know what I'm talking about when I mention the Facts of Life, um, but that was a Duran Duran poster in the background, so that like totally made me made me smile because that was one of my shows back in the day. Yeah. It still, still totally blows my mind that George Clooney came from that, that show. I know. Right? He was like, a handyman, <laughs> like crazy. in the yeah. sixth season. He wasn't yeah. even like yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. With a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good Absolutely. list. Absolutely. 
And that you mentioned Miami Vice is appropriate because I also put that on my list. But don't forget that Andy's song, um, When the Rain Comes Down, was also in Miami Vice. Um, and I can see the scene in my head. It's so crazy that I can I can still quote the Power Station uh, episode, but like that portion of them in the episode. And I can see the scene with Andy's um, music playing. Um, uh, Don Johnson's character, what's his name? The character? Sonny Crockett. Sonny Crockett. Sonny Crockett. Crockett's in the white Ferrari, and he's um, got the pedal to the metal, and there's even, like, a camera shot of his foot, no socks, with a shoe on, and a white linen pant uh, pressing down on the gas pedal of this Ferrari, and you can just hear Andy's guitar, and he's singing When the Rain Comes Down, and it's it's really good to me. I just love that so much. Um, and now that you mentioned Andy and his yeah. song "Take It Easy" and yeah. the um, American was it Mitch Gaylord? American Anthem. Yeah. American Anthem. Yeah, yeah. And he and Duran have a song on the Tequila Sunrise album. Um, they, yes. They put and you believe in shame. shame. Yeah. Do you believe in shame? And do you believe in shame? Dead on yep, the money. Is one of my favorite songs. And then Arcadia for that. Uh, what was that? Keep. Keep. Say the word is not even on the album, so you had to have yeah, right. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. They, yeah, I got the 45. Yeah, they wrote that yeah. song specifically for the soundtrack. That was right. not something that was a demo or anything for Arcadia. So read the rose. Yeah. Um, so uh, out of my mind from the Saints. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Yep, yep. Um, and obviously yep. the ultimate, uh, Vito Kill is yep. <laughs> yep. <season> one. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Donnie Darko was notorious. Yes, 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 yes. That yep. was such a good scene. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of what I remember and why this was a topic that I wanted to bring up was from um, TV shows and movies, and not just music in the in the movies, but the appreciation of the band, um, either whether it was based at, at the time, like if the movie came out in the 80s or the TV show came out in the 80s or whatever, or something like the Goldbergs that was, um, it's a modern show, but it's set in the 80s. Yeah. Um, I like that there has always been this um, appreciation and positive reverence for this band. And um, even in John Hughes movies like Sixteen Candles and Pretty in Pink, um, in Sixteen Candles there's a poster, one of the Planet Earth, like new romantic posters on Sam's wall in her bedroom and then one of the very earliest scenes. Absolutely. Yeah. And then in Pretty in Pink, when they're in the record store called Tracks, yep. um, Annie Potts and um, Andy is her name in the um, in the movie are in there and she's kind of oh no this was the part where Ducky's running around the the um, record store singing um, Otis Redding songs but um, there's a power station placard on the wall like it's one of the records on the wall of for sale and I, I look for that every single time I see that movie it's probably still my favorite movie of all time so um, there were those two that stick in my brain and then there's also like vacation and European vacation where Rusty in vacation wears one of those white Duran Duran Union with the snake hat. Oh my God, that's and yeah. I have that hat too. I do too. And in European vacation, at the very end of the movie, they're going home, I think, and Rusty's got headphones on, and you can hear um, Power Station. Uh, it's some like it hot. They're playing in the what 
you would think that Rusty was listening to Some Like It Hot and his headphones on the plane. Um, and then there are things like Ab Fab. If you've not seen Absolutely oh, Fabulous, it's one of my favorite shows ever. Show. And those two ladies are so genius in their comedy. But in the very first episode of Ab Fab, first season, first episode, they mentioned Simon LeBlanc. So there's that. And then even later on in the in the series, there's a little bit longer mention also of uh, Simon, but specifically Duran Duran. So it's kind of interesting to, to know they, they kept that kind of joke going a little bit. Um, don't forget, I do what I do. Oh, yes. Of course. Hello. Uh-huh. Nine and a half weeks. I mean, of course. Uh-huh. And also, <laughs> John wrote the whole soundtrack for Mi Vida Loca, which is, um, it's a very sad situation, and I think the music contributes to the feeling of that that whole movie. So if you've not seen that, it's pretty interesting. And then I'm looking at the books that I wrote down, and I realized that a lot of the books that I um I listed are biographies and most of them are contemporaries of the band. So they were, there would be some mention of a member of Duran Duran or Duran Duran was on the radio at the same time kind of thing. Uh, specifically in Elton John's book, he talks about doing cocaine with members of Duran Duran and this whole situation that happened well, after that. And didn't Simon show up at I'm Still Standing video and, like, he was making martinis or something? Yes, like yes. Talked about that. That's, that's one of the excerpts from that, yes. Yep. Um, Talking to Girls About Duran Duran by Rob Sheffield is just a book with the name of the band and the title of the book. Right. Um, the book doesn't have much to do about Duran Duran. It's just that it was Sheffield's of the age where Duran Duran was also... It, it became how he met girls when he was in school, so I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, shout out to, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, shout out. No, I was just thinking when you said that about the book, I was just shout out to two people that we're fully aware of, um, one being Lori Majewski, um, in her book, um, Mad World, um, where she has a chapter dur- um, dedicated to Duran Duran and Richard Blade, uh, yeah, World yeah, in My yeah. Eyes, where he has a chapter um, called Wild Boys um, uh, dedicated to the band as well. And, because I wrote this in my list too, it was coming up in the book section, uh, John reads the first chapter in the audiobook version of Richard Blade's World in My Eyes, so go listen to that, because it's really good. Um, Hunger Makes Me a Modern Girl by Carrie Brownstein, who is the lead singer of um, Cedar Kenny, and she's in Portlandia. She's just fantastic. But she's also of the age where, in the 80s, Duran Duran was a pivotal pivotal band for her, and she writes about that in her biography. Um, I'm with the Band by Pamela DeBar. She mentions and posts, uh, like, uh, printed, published some pictures of um, Michael and uh, Don Johnson with Andy, and uh, I think there's even one of John. Um, Niall's book, Le Freak mentions these boys. So does um, Lonely Boy by Steve Jones because, of course, they were somewhat contemporaries. I guess Jones came about a little before. Um, and Less Than Zero, which the movie uh, Less Than Zero came out in the 80s. And yes. that movie, that, that movie, movie terrified me. Same. Yep. It terrified me. But in the book, the author writes, uh, he's, I mean, the, even the name Less Than Zero comes from an uh, Elvis Costello song, Less Than Zero. So the author is known for writing and using music in his writing. And in, in Less Than Zero, he uses um, Hungry Like the Wolf also. And lastly, what I wanted to add to this was, if you guys have not seen the, the um, it's not a comic book, but it looks like a comic book. It's not anime, but whatever that 
uh, graphic novel. It's a graphic novel called Duran Duran, Imelda Marcos and Me by Lorena Mappa. Um, she's a Filipino young, uh, person of our age or so, and um, growing up in the Philippines felt completely disconnected from the rest of the world, and Duran Duran was her connection to the rest of the world. And when she wrote this book, she put it out in a graphic form, so it looks like a comic book. It's just so well done. It is really, really good. I don't know if I'm, I'm trying to sell these things or what, but again, I wanted to kind of bring up this topic because look at just these examples that we were able to come up with where people have put in their artwork a, 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 an appreciation to this band. And we've noticed them. We've coveted them. We've I've read um, with the band a couple of times. I've even met Pamela DeBar. Uh, through all of this and her writing and everything. I mean, all these things come about because of this band. So um, I think that while we're doing this because of our appreciation for the band, these people have uh, shown their appreciation for the band in, in their way and by doing by doing it this way. So Yeah, absolutely. There's like a, a recent example. There's a celebrity hairstylist. His name's Harry Josh. So Harry Josh Hair on Instagram. And um, they goop which is Gwyneth Paltrow's thing, uh-huh. did, a, did an interview with him, like kind of like a rapid fire question, a Q&A type thing, and, and questions what uh, your first celebrity crush, uh-huh. and he said Simon Le Bon. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was awesome. And I commented on it, and I said, yeah, good, good choice on the first celebrity crush, and commented back, which is kind of funny. But yeah, so even, even now, I mean, this was just a couple of weeks ago that that, that was posted, so. I'm looking it up now. I haven't found it yet. Jody, when you brought up Lesson Zero, that made me think of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Who is also a big Duran Duran fan. And I remember hearing for his 50th birthday, he brought Duran to play his party, and he had a slide going into a ball pit, which sounded like the best party (laughs) ever. I wish I could have been at that party. Like, (laughs) a slide going into a ball pit and Duran Duran playing live. I mean, just... (laughs) <laughs> like I always, I always said that I wanted to do that for my fiftieth, but I'm turning forty nine this year, so <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know. It's probably not going to happen. Should have scheduled that a while back. And of course, you know, got to collect my pennies. Yep. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> four pounds, actually, you know, four pounds. And it's fun to just kind of think about this because you know, I'm sure all of us, when we see like that little poster in the background, when we hear like a clip of a song, I mean, our ears perk up. Yep. Yes. Instantly. Yeah. Yeah. And generally, I tend to like whatever that is even more, and then it makes me kind of get into it that like whoever was creating that decided to kind of layer that little bit in, and it's almost like a little wink I feel like to us during that yeah it's just it's fun when they pop up different random places that's the funniest thing when you see them you're like oh my gosh what was that exactly seriously they're playing Rio in this scene yeah I've done that (laughs) 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 oh and y'all mentioned Commando which I I was when I was looking at things and, and like compiling my list earlier I did not forget that one and I have to mention it is the only power station recording, official recording with Michael singing vocals. So that one, um, that, that one is special. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, we good fight for love. Yeah, movie. that movie's funny. Well, everybody out there, if, if we've missed something, go to our Instagram page because we'll, we'll post pictures of some of these things and tell us in the comments where we can find them because we know that we have not had the definitive list here. Oh, no. And 
it's and it isn't even something you can really Google. It's just little weird things that happen. So if y'all know the secret Duran Duran appearances, let us know for sure. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a little while. Please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite podcast player. And make sure to follow us on Instagram too. See you again real soon.